welcome to the Investor Lab. <laughs> Sorry, we were, we were enjoying our uh, amazing theme song a bit too much. It's so good, so good. <laughs> Just makes me want to go, 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 go. So welcome to the Investor Lab. My name's Goose. My name is Gabby. And you are listening to, obviously, the Investor Lab, the auditory epicenter for passionate people seeking a life of freedom, choice, and abundance. Sounds like us, mate. It definitely sounds like us. It definitely sounds like us. We're currently mid-December, just to like break the mystery if someone's listening to this in the future. By the time this gets uh, edited and published, it's going to be like January, mid-January or something like that, right? So, I mean, typically when we get to the end of a year, it seems like it's a massive time for people to reflect and consider how they want the next year, 2020. Have you put any thought into that? We we put a lot of thought into it, don't we? (laughs) Pretty much day in, day out. A lot of people get sucked into the setting, you know, New Year's resolutions and that mm. kind of stuff. Not against New Year's resolutions. I think they're great. But I think it's just taking the time for what it is to reflect. And, you know, you might might spend most of the year not really thinking about what you're doing. You might just be going through the motions and just taking it day by day and not feeling really fulfilled or not even really thinking about what you're doing or what you want. But I feel like that's the best part about this time of year. It's actually... Checking in with yourself and going, oh, where am I at? How was this year? Am I satisfied with where my life is going? Do I need to spend more time with my friends? Do I need to spend more time with my family? Am I feeling fulfilled? That's what I like about this time of year. Yeah, I think um, I think you touched on a good point there. Unsurprisingly, I have a polarized view some, to some degree, <laughs> which, which tends to Shocking. happen. I actually um, kind of am opposed to uh, New Year's resolutions, and I'll explain why. When people position a significant milestone as the only point of reflection and consideration for further action, it means that they are not positioning their idea of change within the vector of their day-to-day life. So you think about how many people create New Year's resolutions and then they're out the window within the first 30 days. You know, I can't remember the stats, but it's like, it's, I'm not even sure if anyone can actually measure, that, measure the stats, really. What but it's But it's insane. Every, like, and everyone's done it. Oh, I'm going to lose some weight. What does that even mean? Oh, I want to make more money next year. What does that even mean? And people don't really qualify or quantify it. And, but what happens is that, as you kind of touched on, people will get to this time of the year and they'll be like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to change and I'm going to do really amazing stuff next year. And then they get a month in and they don't have any systems or processes around continuously checking in and knowing whether they're still on that path. And so all of a sudden, 12 months goes past and they get to November, December, and then they look back and they go, oh, hang on. This time last year, I said I was going to like lose some weight. Whatever even that means, because it's really non-specific. And it's a cycle that continues again. And I actually think that it's a trap societally that we've fallen into that gives people complacency, structured complacency, where they go, I only really need to think about it once a year and then, I don't know, I'll just see what, I'll see what life throws at me, which to me is just reckless. I actually think it's a reckless and foolhardy way to, for anyone to live their existence and live their life just to see what life's going to throw at them. So nonetheless, all of that being said, I do think it is a good time to reflect. I don't think it's the time to reflect, but I do think it is a good time to reflect. Can I just quickly rebut your rebuttal? Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to have a conversation. You know, I agree with you. I do agree with you. But I think for most people, even setting any kind of goal at any point in the year is a, is a huge step up. So that's that was all my point was. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I understand <laughs> that. I just want people resolution. to be better. Come on, you guys. Be lift it. Okay. Lift it. 
you should be setting New Year's resolutions. You should be setting new week resolutions every week. Maybe, maybe it's a new a day good. today, Goose. It is a new day today. I think though that this is a really interesting time for people because most people will be switching off, switching off from work, switching off from maybe business if they're an entrepreneur, switching off from investing, switching off from so much stuff. And it's it's natural. It's a natural human condition to want to just you know recline into the lazy life for a little bit. But it's what I actually think is that the people who can maintain diligence on a focus of growth and action, they're the people that are going to make the fastest gains and they're the ones that are going to be able to um, reap the highest rewards. So basically, whilst everybody else is growing fat on the pastures of contentment, the people who can... (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. Growing fat on the pastures of contentment. That was pretty, pretty good. And the people who actually can stay focused on, on their vision and their path and their direction, they're the people that are going to make the, the greatest strides. I mean, if you think about it, not that we're talking in parallels here, but if you think about the percentage of the largest businesses in the world who were born in times of recession or in times of flat or declined markets, they're the businesses that are currently the biggest and strongest today. That may be a very different vector to someone investing in property or potentially someone investing in shares or potentially someone investing in business. But the same principles apply is when the market is quiet is when you need to be you need to be making the biggest progressions forward. When I say market, you can apply that same philosophy to your human self. I mean, for me personally, I mean, I have uh, recently started investing in a personal trainer. Um, and you're loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Now, this time of year is the time of year that people would normally be like, oh, it's cool. I'm just going to take a bit of time off. Ah, it's Christmas. Ah, I'm just... Ah, pudding. Yeah, a couple of lunchtime beers, whatever. It's the end of the year, right? It's basically one... No judgment, though. No judgment. No, 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 not at all. But what I've... um, What I was actually really impressed in, I haven't even told you this, Gabby, my personal trainer was texting me yesterday and he was saying, okay, cool. So obviously we've got Christmas, um, I don't want to work Boxing Day, but how are we going to structure your trainings around this festive period so that we can maintain consistency and momentum? And I was like, damn, let's go. He knows how to talk to you. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's really important because what I have done is I have taken an area of my life where I know that I want to achieve an X result. I can probably do it myself, but if I did it myself, I'd take a really long time and to, to be quite honest, I've been going to the gym for a while and I was not really seeing the results that I wanted, which is why I invested, use that terminology very carefully, invested in a personal trainer to help me achieve the results I want faster and by employing that team to support me to achieve my goals, they are helping me to stay on track to maintain momentum despite whatever else is going on. That applies across the board and that kind of actually is a reasonably good segue into the topic that we're going to talk about today. Mm, For sure. So the topic we're going to talk about today is the four stages of investing success. When we talk about investing, we're not just talking about real estate. We're not just talking about shares. We're not just talking about business. We're talking about investing in life. So some investment is going to be financially oriented. Some investment is going to be um, spiritually oriented. Some investment is going to be socially or family oriented. Some investment is going to be intellectually oriented. Some investment is going to be health oriented. 
the sense of investment is always going to be driven by the same process if you want to achieve the right results. So what is, Gabby, the first stage of investing success, regardless of what area of life you're investing in? What is the most important thing to start with? So the first stage is dream. You need to know what you want. You need to know where you're going. You need to know where you are. You need to think about how you're going to get to where you want to be. So that's like clarifying your current position, what your goals are, your vision, drawing out a roadmap in property. That's kind of like building out your portfolio plan. How am I going to get from X to Y to Z to alpha? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever comes after Z, you know, mapping that out and getting really clear on, okay, I want this end goal. What are the stepping stones to, to get me there? And why do I want it? I mean, we, we talk about this quite a lot about, you know, getting really clear on why you want that goal. It's very easy to pick a goal that you hear other people kind of talk about or you think that that's what I'm meant to want. That's who I'm meant to want to become and that's who I'm just meant to, that's the mold that I fit into and as a human in whatever society we're in, like that's what we're expected to want to achieve. But if you actually kind of question like, why do I want that? What does that mean to me? What does that look like to me? And I think like us, like us personally, we're going through quite a lot of this at the moment of like, you know, we're building a business and we're, we're working with people every day trying to help them realize their goals. And it's like, it's easy to get stuck in the, oh, we run a business and we're just going to work our asses off 24 seven to run this business, which traditionally that's how we've worked. So it's pretty, it's pretty challenging at the moment trying to really assess that and be like, is this how we want to work for the rest of our lives? Is this how, how much energy and effort and time and all of the different things that you can invest in something, do we want to put that all into just building a business for the sake of building a business? What do we actually want? Who do we actually want to be? And it's a really cool, it's a really cool position to be in at the moment to, to be able to you know, analyze that to think about that. Because basically what you're saying is, are we getting the yield that we want out of the energy we are applying? Yep. And you can take that principle and apply it, you know, across the board. And, and this is what I'm interested in with this episode. I, I want to talk to people about, you know, the four stages of investing success. So we'll just quickly touch on them. Dream, team, acquire, empire. We're going to hit all those key points and we're going to explain how that works. These are principles that can be applied no matter what you're investing in as we were saying. So uh, for us, we run a business, we invest in a business. We also invest in real estate for ourselves. We also help clients invest in real estate. We also invest in our health. We also invest in our education. We we invest in so Mm -hmm. many areas. But as you kind of started to touch on there at the the very start was understanding what you want to achieve out of it. Because I can tell you, if you just go and sign up to a gym and you don't have a clear destination of what you want to achieve, you're probably only going to go to the gym for like two weeks and then you're going to be like, this sucks. What Preach. am I going to do? Yeah, what am, what am I <laughs> not, 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 not pointing any fingers. No, no, I'm only joking. He's pointing at me. <laughs> but if you don't have a clear destination or outcome that you want, you're not going to have any clarity around the actions you need to take to get there. So in health, that could be, okay, in 12 months, I want to weigh 95 kilos and only have 8% body fat, right? Or it could be, I want to run the Sydney Marathon, for example. 
and you can have destination goals which allow you to give a, give you something to work towards so that way you can structure your processes backwards from that and that gives you the, the incremental steps you need to take to get there and you can apply that same process to property investing okay where do i want to get to and why is it 10 properties is it five does it even matter how many properties is it an income goal is it an equity goal why like why is that valid what is the thing you want to achieve it for is it because you never had much as a kid and you want to be able to provide for your kids what is the deep deep reason that you actually want to do it because i can tell you just like saying dumb stuff like financial freedom or i just want to make money is just not going to get you anywhere you just might as well not even start if that's the validation you've got taking it a little step further you can apply that again to business why do you want to start a business i can pretty much tell you anyone that i've ever met that has started a business because they say oh yeah i want to make money they generally don't work out it's the quickest way to not it's the quickest way to failure but I know for us, our goal in business is that we want to help people. We want to have, we've got missional impact that we want to have. So everything else is then based around that. It's, it's like, okay, how do we get the most reach? And this is one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. How do we get the most reach? How do we communicate with people in a different way? How do we create impact? How do we create longevity? How do we create all of this kind of stuff, influence? Now, when you have that vision in mind, it allows you to extrapolate the steps that you need to take. So the same thing goes with property investing. And understanding where you're at so for example if when at the start of my fitness journey i mean i can tell you like 12 months ago 18 months ago i was like 110 kilos and 35 percent body fat i wasn't that happy about that in fact it was pretty low point for me but i took ownership over it i stood naked in front of the mirror and i thought right own it this is where you're at and this is where you're starting from where do you want to get to and I've been on that journey and I've been able to track and measure my progress to understand if I'm getting the right yields from the actions that I'm taking. So having that vision about what you want to achieve is not just some esoteric like dream it and you can have it kind of crap. It's about understanding the steps you need to take to get to where you want to go and actually creating an accountability in your own process that you can go, okay, am I moving forward or backwards or sideways? And tr- being able to track that. This is, I think, from Proverbs 25, 18 or something like that. I'm not, I'm not religious, right? But I actually really love this statement. Where there is no vision, the people perish. Hmm. And although I'm not religious, I am quite well read. I've read the Bible a couple of times. And I really love that statement because again, you can apply that in so many different vectors within your life. Vectors, geometry, spatial awareness of what you're doing. That where there is no vision, the people perish. Because if you don't know what you're going for, you have no... Uh, you'll have no fulfillment in the process because having a destination goal is great, but it's not the outcome that you want. It's the process. You need to fall in love with the process. You need to fall in love with the journey. You need to fall in love with the actions you get to take every day in the progress. And, And in order to be able to love the process, to be able to fall in love passionately and deeply with the challenges and trials and tribulations and struggles and, and, um, successes that you're going to find on any, investing journey you must have vision or you're going to fall by the wayside which i think that's obviously where a lot of people go wrong like if, if you do get to a point where you decide you like you can look at yourself and you can define what your goals are a lot of people do set those result goals rather than process goals of how do i want to be in this world how do i want to act in a day-to-day basis what kind of habits do i want to have as a person as a communicator, as a friend, as a partner, what can I do every day 
to make me feel fulfilled and make me feel like I'm achieving my purpose, whatever that is, rather than, you know, setting these big results goals that most people do. Totally. Exactly. Because if just taking it, sticking with the health kind of theme a little bit today, but if you had a results goal of like, I want to lose 20 kilos, I can tell you how to do that to stop eating. Just stop eating. Stop eating food. Starve yourself. I'm not telling people to do that because that's going to make you sick. You're going to not, that's not going to become the person that you actually want. That's not the outcome that you really want. What you want is to be fit and healthy. You know, what you want is to have more energy. What you want is to be able to show up in your life better and to feel happier and more, uh, more satisfied with who you are as a human being. So you just got to be careful of not chasing necessarily just the outcome because the fastest route to get to the outcome is usually going to be the most detrimental part a pathway to get there so you need to take a holistic route over to you gabby all right we've done dream yeah we went we went wide on dream dreams are so important but <laughs> <laughs> number so two is the team team's important number two is the team again this applies to any kind of investing you do it's it's that whole notion of your environment what, what is it the you're a you're the, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with i think that not only applies to people but it applies to your environment your physical where you're going the physical where you live and work it's this collective team of people and things and concepts that are around you that really shape your ability to stay on path towards whatever that goal is so like in property in particular it's like build, making sure that you're leveraging the expertise of the experts and the professionals in whatever it is that you want to do so it's like buyers agents or the professionals in sourcing and acquiring property or you you engage that's us, that's, that's us. um <laughs> or you engage conveyances who like their their passion is about um property law or you engage really talented mortgage brokers who their passion and their expertise is in you know finding really great ways to get finance to achieve your portfolio goals and again it's about it's just about finding the people who are passionate about what they're doing and they've done the hard yards that you're not necessarily going to be able to do in your lifetime and leveraging leveraging their passion because you don't have to be madly in love with the legal process of buying a property when there's professionals who are there's other people who are that are dedicated to learning that aspect so you don't have to necessarily learn it so i think a lot of people like Let's take numbers, for example. A lot of people, I think, again, in property as an example, get caught up in the numbers seem really complicated and they kind of get overwhelmed and it's that that analysis paralysis of, oh, shit, I need to wait until I, you know, I need just need to learn more, I need to research more, I need more data, I need to, I need to master this, I need to master how to read this. When that's not necessarily the case. If you want the result and you want the, the process of being an, an investor, part of that is building that team around you that can do it better than you and can do it with more passion than you and can do it faster than you and can do it safer than you. For me, that's what building the team is, is about surrounding yourself physically and mentally and intellectually with people who just have more passion and more expertise than you. Absolutely. I would go a bit further than that and I would say it's about perspective and custodianship as well. Mm -hmm. Alliterating a little bit from a Steve Jobs quote, but nothing great in life or business was ever done by one person. It's always been done by a team of people and you can apply that. Any great success you've ever seen, you can apply that whether it be 
well, I think there's people that have gone up Everest solo, but, you know, in the general sense, you know, you're going to have a team no matter what mountain you're going to climb or where you're going to go. But the other thing as well is about perspective because as you said on the numbers there, it's not necessarily about understanding the numbers. It's about understanding how the numbers work in relation to where you want to go. You know, for, for example, going back to the health thing, I've been putting on weight. I've been putting on loads of weight. And I was actually, the other week, I said to my personal trainer, Ben, shout out to Ben if you're listening. I said to Ben, I said, dude, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, I'm watching what I eat and I'm going to the gym and I'm doing all this stuff. And man, I've put on like three kilos. Hmm. He goes, okay, cool. Show me your numbers. Show me your data. And I'd actually put on about 100 grams of fat, but I'd put on about three kilograms of muscle. And he was like, what's the problem? And I was like, oh you're actually progressing extremely well towards your goals. There's no problem here. And I went, oh, right, okay. And he gave me clarity on where I was in the process and not to start freaking out because I was sitting there going, oh, my God, I feel like I'm hardly eating. I need to eat. And I was like, no, no, it's actually totally fine. And in fact, I need to fuel the system more. So it was actually contrary to what I thought, but it was only by having a professional there to give me professional advice and professional guidance to say, whoa, 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 calm down. I see what you're looking at, but actually you need to look at it from a different perspective because this is actually getting you exactly to where you want to go, which is super powerful. So having that team around you is as much about outsourcing the work as it is about outsourcing the perspective and creating accountability because a true team, a true team member, whether they are above you or below you, will keep you accountable to your own pathway. Everyone who is on your team must share your vision. It's, it's, you cannot have a team with people who do not share your vision, whatever that may be, whether you're in business and you're talking about your employees or contractors or team members, or whether you're talking about being a property investor and you're getting a buyer's agent. Look, we help people do this all the time. So just for clarity's sake, we run a buyer's agency. We help people invest in real estate. But what we do specifically is we need to understand where they want to go. So step one, dream. And then step two, we want to be custodians over that journey to make sure that every decision they make is going to be progressively moving towards their goals. And oftentimes, that means that we need to be contrarian to the way that they are thinking. Mm-hmm. So they might say, well, yeah, I really want to go in and do X, but we need to be robust enough in our thinking and in our positioning with our clients that we can say, no, I'm sorry, the best next step for you is this and this is why. And it's that kind of custodianship that needs to permeate through any team if they're going to help you, help support you in your growth in your life to achieve the goals that you want. Like people who are seeking help with investing, part of why they need the help is because they don't have that perspective. So it's part of our role as professionals to give that perspective and give that context that they are just not seeing from where they are. There's fear in the way or there's, you know, bias in the way or there's something in the way so we do actually are conscious about that trying to give people a different perspective so it's a good it's a good point about perspective yep 100 percent. so the next step the next stage stage three so we've covered dream and we've covered team now acquire now you can interchange this word acquire with action but we like acquire because dream team acquire empire rhymes <laughs> sounds good so obviously in the property spectrum, what you want to do now that you've clarified where you want to go and why, and now that you've found the right team that's going to help you get there in line with your goals. 
they're going to be custodians on your journey, not you on theirs. Then you need to start acquiring. Now, I'm going to change the context of this so it applies in as many ways as possible. In a property sense, that would actually mean starting to take action and going out and buying properties because nothing is a prerequisite to success like action. Nothing is going to guarantee you get to where you want to go like action. And that may seem rudimentary, but the amount of people who think that thought-driven processes and taking too much time to analyze things is going to give them a better outcome are statistically broken. The whole idea is you need to take action repeatedly over and over again, and you need to push towards your goals. And sometimes you're going to find success and sometimes you're not. If you've got the right team, they're going to help you avoid success and, fi- and so avoid, <laughs> avoid failure and find <laughs> success. But the main thing here is you need to take bold and decisive action. Now, in the context of property, you need to actually start purchasing properties. You need to get out there, get into the marketplace because time in the market and buying the right properties in the right place at the right time is what's going to propel you forward. It's going to help you grow exponentially. And from our perspective, we have, that's what we're helping our clients do. And it doesn't matter if you've, some people are buying $250,000 properties and some people are buying $450,000 properties. Right? That doesn't matter. It's all going to be independently dictated by where you're at on your journey, you on your journey, and what's going to be best suited to helping you achieve your long-term goals. So if that means starting at 250000 versus waiting for another 18 months whilst you save up some money and maybe can buy a $300,000 property, it makes a whole lot more sense to actually get started and take action. Now, acquisition or acquire can also be applied to any other type of investment. So for example, I could have a desire that I want to be really strong and muscly and I just bought my first pair of budgie smugglers so I've got an incentive to, <laughs> to get ripped. Um, I can have a desire to do that and I can go and hire a personal trainer but if I don't show up and do the work, it ain't happening. Yeah, It's that simple. You cannot think your way to fitness. You cannot think your way. I know that Napoleon Hill has a book called Think and Grow Rich but even that book is about thinking and taking action. It's like think and take action and grow rich is probably what it should be called. The same thing applies. Now, whether you're in, it could be investing in shares, it could be investing in business. All of these things are going to be applied in the same way. If you don't show up and take the requisite action to achieve those outcomes and leverage the support and expertise and custodianship and guidance of your team, you're going to wake up in 10 years' time and find you haven't gone anywhere. Yeah, just the trap that a lot of people get caught in about overthinking things. Myself first and foremost. (laughs) But again, that's when it comes back to having the right team around you that can give you the perspective and can encourage you to, you know, take those actions and take that step and then find out if it doesn't work because it's most likely not going to work the first time you try anything, but that's why you do it. You take that step, you get the feedback and then you adjust and you take another step. So I think that's how those two kind of really work together. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's accountability and custodianship. And that's going to help you to take that consistent action. And you can see how these steps all fit into each other in sequence, right? So dream, team, acquire. Empire. Empire. Now, we use the term empire because we've applied this conceptually to property. Mm -hmm. And again, we love the way it rhymes, acquire and empire. But whenever you want to build that empire, and it could be an empire in your mind, it could be an empire in your body, it could be an empire, however you want to apply this conversation in your own life. You could have education-based goals, you could have health-based goals, whatever, whatever. And this is all still going to apply. I can guarantee you that every single one of these steps is going to apply whenever you've got a, uh, a dream big enough. Now, 
empire would be taking the time to periodically review your position and maintain momentum and use the power of what you have already achieved to propel you to that next step. This is where consistency and momentum come in. So it's, if you think about the previous step being a choir, it's almost like catalyzing. It's like lighting the fire. It's the big bang that kicks everything off. But if you really want to become the master of your own universe, you need to periodically and consistently check in with where you're at, review the data, analyze your current position and current trajectory, course correct as required, and loop back to your dream to make sure that you are on the right pathway to get you to where you wanna go. So in property, that would be periodically reviewing your portfolio, understanding that you've bought the right properties in the right place at the right time, and if you haven't, what you're gonna do about them, how you can potentially value add, leverage, do all that kind of stuff, how you're gonna consistently maintain momentum, because nothing will stunt success in life than sitting back and hoping that, that life is just gonna sort itself out and come to you and, and happen to you. You know, if you're waiting and waiting and waiting for success to just happen to you, you're going to be waiting a very, very, very long time. And if it does happen, you'll be one of the very, very, very few people that it ever happens to. If you want to achieve the things you want in life, you need to take consistent action. So check the data. Same goes again when you're going to the gym. I weigh myself every day. I'm checking my macros. I'm checking my I'm understanding the data. I'm logging my sleep. I'm doing all this kind of stuff so I can see where I need to improve, what's going to help me move me towards my goals or move me away from my goals. And, and you can make calculated decisions on that. It doesn't have to be purely linear because I can sit there one day and go, you know what, I've been killing it for the last couple of weeks, but let's just go and eat whatever we want on Saturdays because you know what that's fine and I can understand how that's going to affect my process but I understand the parameters of that impact vice versa if you were building a property portfolio and you had a goal that in 10 years you wanted to achieve x passive income and x equity position and all of this kind of stuff and you get five years in you get married you have a kid and you're like yeah that's great but what I really want right now is I want to go and buy my principal place of residence. Okay, awesome. So understand what impact that's going to have on your journey and make a value-based judgment about whether that is the best step for you, which it may very well be. There's no right or wrong answers here. It's about understanding. It's about taking calculated, process-driven analysis of every action you take to make sure that it is in line with the person that you want to be. What advice would you have for people who maybe aren't in the habit of constantly reviewing their progress, whether that's in property or health or themselves? So it's not going to be easy. Here's the, just the raw facts. Uh, it's not going to be easy. If you are not in the habit of continuously tracking your data, and when I say tracking your data, that could be journaling. That could be writing out your goals every day. That could be wearing a Fitbit or an Aura Ring. That could be keeping up-to-date cash flow analysis on your whole portfolio. That, there's many different ways. But when it, it's about collecting the requisite information that is going to allow you to maintain perspective. Okay, so the process to do that is going to be practice. There is no real short, fast, quick and easy solution to taking on that process. But you have to have a desire, which is where it comes back to dream. If you just say, oh, I want to make some money, you're not, you're not going to actually really be that motivated to really you know, stay that much on your course. But if you have a goal that I want to help my 
aging parents retire well and they've got no money so i need to achieve x so i can do x so i can help somebody else and you've got a really process driven goal you're going to have a reason to want to understand where you're at on that journey and so depending on what this investment is in the context of this conversation is going to dictate the type of data analysis you need to complete however that being said I would say there is an easy hack for anyone to do it for any part of their life. And that is daily journaling and daily goal setting. So when I say daily goal setting, I don't mean just sitting there every day and thinking up new things and like, oh, today I want a hot air balloon and next week I want to go to Japan. It's like, it's, it's about staying aligned. It's, it's about keeping yourself in consistent alignment. When you've got a vehicle, when you've got a motor car, you need to periodically give it services to change the oil, to put the, get the wheels in alignment, to keep it operating the way it should so that it doesn't you know, decay. And the same thing goes for your own journey in investment, property, health, whatever. So my advice for anyone starting out, well, I'm happy to actually dig into this with anyone. I'm really passionate about it. But my advice to anyone who wants to start trying to work out how to track their data is to consistently write out your goals every day 30-day, 90-day, and I do 25-year sometimes. Sometimes I do 10-year, sometimes I do one-year. It's a future-paced goal. So pick whatever's going to work for you that's, that's tangible and applicable because not everyone has 25-year goals like me. So maybe you just do 30-day, 90-day, and 12-month goals so you can stay in line. Now, your 12-month goals probably shouldn't change that much. Your 30-day goals are going to change quite a lot. But if you can consistently decide what you want there, I mean, I have in my 30-day goals... I write down stuff like what I want my body fat percentage to be in the next 30 days. I write down stuff like how many books I want to read in the next 30 days. I write down stuff like how many days I want to work and how many days I don't want to work, all this kind of stuff. And by creating clarity, it gives me the ability to then reflect on whether or not I'd achieve them. And if I haven't, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. But that doesn't mean it's complacent, like just write them down and if you don't do it, it's oh, yeah, whatever. It gives me the ability to course correct so if I write down, for example, uh, in my 30-day goals, that I'm going to read for four hours every day, well, that's probably not achievable, okay? I run a business, I've um, got a busy life, all that stuff. But if I write down, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read every four hours every single day and I get to the end of my month or I even get to the end of my day and I do a daily review, which is really, really beneficial, which is why I recommend writing down your goals every day because it gives you that opportunity to stay dialed in every single day. I'll know that I haven't achieved that. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Is this something that's actually achievable? Do I need to adjust my projections? Because I could sit there and say, I want to buy a thousand properties in the next 10 days. I'll get to the end of day one and I will have failed. And that's not really going to be setting me up for a pathway to success because it's not rooted in process-driven reality. Whereas if I said I wanted to buy five properties in 2020, well, that's a stretch goal, but I can map out the pathway to see how I can practically achieve that. If I said, I want to um, gain 10 kilos of muscle and I want to do that in 24 hours, there's almost no way to do that. And so the only result of that is that I would experience failure. And so that's not really a healthy way to, to drive yourself forward, which is why you need to have the right processes around what you're doing. Being able to track yourself and tracking your failures is not a reason to get upset. It's a reason to give you the perspective to know what you can and can't do. And it also gives you the ability to analyze the efficacy of your energetic investment into what you're doing. Because if you sit there and you're like, I really want to buy two houses next year. And so you might set some 
process goals around that. Like I'm going to save 10% of my income, let's just say. Um, and you're reviewing your goals daily and weekly and then at the same time, you're just splurging all your money on, on whatever and you're not saving any of it. You're going to clock that pretty soon. You're going to have to make an internal decision about what are my behavioral activities indicating about my future destination and am I, am I going to get there? Are they congruent? So I think it's just that process of reflection, daily reflection that is going to help give you that clarity to check in on the requisite data. Mm, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I think that's a really good wrap up of, you know, how each of those four stages kind of really really come together it's like you need you need to be really clear on your dream and your goals and and who you want to be as a person and be really honest with yourself it's not about a comparison it's not a comparison game it's about who do i want to be how do i want to act um where do i want to go uh and then making sure you got that team around you to give you context perspective and also accountability because a lot of people need that accountability um and then yeah acquiring taking action testing what works if it doesn't work then you can review and adjust and and then the empire piece of bigger scale revision and checking in and how how can i make this even better how can i improve how can i keep this growing to get to my ultimate goal those four stages again dream team acquire empire absolutely and that can be applied to as we said or the whole episode that can be applied to any vector in your life but if you want to be part of a community of other people that are thinking like this if this stuff resonates with you if you want to connect with other people if you want to learn about real estate if you want to i mean hell if you want help to buy real estate re- reach out because that's what we do is we help people invest mm-hmm. in invest in property so sing out if you need help but if you just want to be part of a community that is going to help inspire change in your life then join us on in our facebook group so www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the investor lab join us there we are posting stuff all the time we're building a great community there and we'd love your feedback too because the people who participate in that community also help guide the information that we produce day in day out even if you're an expert in some aspect of investing if you're really passionate about anything anything we'd love to we'd love to have you in the group and love to have your participation because you know we're not the only ones participating in this thing. Nope. We are not experts at everything. We, we want to hear from other people who are super passionate about what they're doing and who want to help other people. And if you've got your stories or, you know, ideas or concepts that'll help, like jump in, let's have a chat. Absolutely. If you've got, and investing is such a broad spectrum mm. and, and really it's about the betterment of self. So people who want to invest in property, it's really not about the real estate, it's about other things as well. So... Whatever you see as being the key investment in your life, if it's something you're passionate about, maybe you uh, invest in health quite a lot. Maybe you're a yoga instructor or a nutritionist or maybe you help people invest in shares or maybe you have had great success in the stock market or business or any other perspective that we can share to help people, help inspire people to invest in self, then we want to hear from you too. Okay, so with that, I think we'll wrap it up. I want to wrap it up with a quote from your man jay from my man jay abraham so this guy is a legend he's for me he's a very he's an inspirational thought leader he's a legend in the game of business and i encourage you to check him out but there's a really great quote by jay that i wanted to um share with you guys today it is as soon as you open your mind to doing things differently the doors of opportunity practically fly off their hinges that is from his book the sticking point solution I encourage you to check out Jay. I encourage you to join our community and I look forward to seeing you on the inside. Thank you.